Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, The Rising Prophecy Protocol. The Rising Prophecy Protocol from the book itself We find a man who walks, he meanders unaware of what happened. In this first-person narrative, we bring you into that moment one second after it occurred. And do not miss this post, Living Life, Truth, and Faith. Living life is full of truth, and it requires faith to do so as a Christian. That is a life of faith in the only begotten Son of God and live that faith in a world that rejects the truth. See Second Thessalonians 2, Love of the Truth. And do not miss this post, Judgment and the Word. For Christianity and those who carry the cross as our Lord Jesus Christ did, there is a cost. A Chinese pastor is one of many imprisoned in China. For the latest posts on born-usa.com, do not miss this post, Christian Prophecy, Cashless Society, Revelation 13, Classic Warn Radio. To those uninformed, the signs of prophecy are either oblivious or they choose to ignore the warnings. This latest Classic Warn Radio features one of our premier shows. And do not miss this post, Pride of Moab, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 26 on Battle Lines. For Moab, we find pride and the coming judgment are linked, a message to America and the nations of men. And be sure to check out The Rising by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. It's a book about a Christian, it's a Christian fiction thriller. The Rising details a takeover of America with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new order. So there's danger and intrigue, 
dark forces plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? And be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to DanaGlynSmith.com, where you can visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop, where we feature the Rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Here we are again. Somewhat cloudy Friday morning. Warm. Nice day yesterday. I guess it doesn't matter that the world's in chaos. America is in chaos. Most of it because of left-wing nutcases that don't have sense. They don't know how the Supreme Court works. They don't know why this went back to the states. All they can think is they're trying to take away their right to kill babies. As far as I'm concerned, you you don't need the right. You know, to put it bluntly, screw you and your murder. Murdering innocent children. Now, I know in the case, you know, there are certain things that happen in that pregnancy. I'm well aware of that. Now, you see, our second child died while in term. So we actually had three children. Two of them never had a problem. The other one, for some reason, died. However, there are other problems in pregnancies. And so these left-wing nutcases are sure to point out everything for their right to kill babies. My body, my choice, of course, we all heard that. But I've said it repeatedly, and I'll say it again. That is your body, but the body inside your body is not your body, and it's not your organ to kill or remove because you don't like it. That innocent one, which is a baby belongs to the Lord God. And the blood you shed in killing that baby is on your head. 
believe me, it is. It's called blood guilt. Nevertheless, America is proud, doting, in need of nothing except to get rid of all the morals, get rid of any of any believers that believe in morality and biblical holiness or biblical anything. Get rid of the patriots who believe in the Constitution. Get rid of any politician that opposes them and have their own little hemisphere of murder, liberalism, socialism, Marxism, and releasing everybody out of jail. You want to know why this country's in trouble today worse than it's ever been? Because of liberalism. Because of those who are attempting to put a coup d'etat in the White House. And it's not Biden doing the coup d'etat. He's the one that's being told what to do and obediently follows. But there are people behind him that are manipulating this. There's people that he put in that are nothing but radical leftists that are seeking to do nothing but enforce their will, whether you like it or not. This is Marxism. This is an overthrow. This is damnable. And if they keep this up, they're going to force the country into one of the worst civil wars we've ever seen. That is, if Putin and China and North Korea don't decide to blow the hell out of us before they go invade everybody. Now, you know, the Lord spoke a lot about <clears throat> nation against nation. We read it in Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13. And it's usually those kind of words that we kind of pass by. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be, you know, bad storms and men's hearts failing them for fear. Oh, yeah, we know all that. So we want to move on to the good stuff. We want to find the prophecy. We want to know all about this. And then, of course, we've come up with this. Well, we're going to go in the rapture because, uh, you know, that's what we've been taught. So we're ready to go in the rapture. Entirely different subject. But that's where we're at today. Now, don't make a hill of beans to me whether you believe in the rapture or not. Not a one, not a whit. But I'm here to tell you that if the Lord's going to get you out of here before America ever suffers one thing or has trouble... He'd better hurry it up because we're in the middle of it and have been for quite a number of years. So if there was going to be a really truly pre-trib rapture, it should have happened a number of years ago because we've been doing this. And of course, we've been tracking it from the year 2000 forward. And it's got progressively worse. So, hey. You know, just follow your doctrine, what the people tell you over, you know in your church and uh, just be done with it. You can be as blind as the leftists. And I go, well, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you see the problem with the church in America today, how many denominations do we have? How many different 
Well, just in the assemblies of God. You look at the assemblies of God and all their various churches. Yes, they have the 16 fundamental truths, but there's a lot of doctrinal difference in there once you get to talking to them. But then if you take the assemblies of God as just one denomination and the and the Catholics as another, that covers a lot of people. But then you add in all the other denominations we have, not to mention globally, we've got a whole pile of them. And not too long ago, and I mentioned this before, I saw a young man who happens to be a pastor, apparently, I don't know, and he's on TikTok and has one of the largest groups of so-called Christian believers on TikTok or anywhere else. I forgot how much. He has a massive amount of people. And, of course, he's one of those pastors that believe that there's more than one way to get to heaven. Well, you know, <laughs> there's only one mediator between God and man. The man Christ Jesus. Look it up in the Bible. Of course, there are those that just persist in this nonsense. And even John talked about it. Jude talked about it. But who am I to tell you that we're so divided... Nevertheless, if the leftists can speak up and act like they're crazed and on, <laughs> well, you know, escape from the nut house. And I can talk about the nut house. I can talk about being crazed. I've seen enough of this nonsense. But it's not going to go anyway, uh, away anytime soon. Neither are your murder rates. Matter of fact, everything's going to get worse because thanks to Joe Biden now, you have terrorists in the United States, and these are the kind of terrorists that don't mess around. And they're going to do the same thing they do worldwide. They will target the churches, Christians, and in this case, they also ta uh, target all your um, food plants, blowing them up indiscriminately to make a bunch of dumbfounded Americans that don't pay pay attention. Oh, that just happens to be, you know, just something weird that happens. So you have a dozen food plants or so that suddenly burn up, get blown up or whatever, get destroyed. And, uh, of course, the liberals don't talk about it, see. Their most important thing is not you know, starving to death. It's making sure they have the ability to kill babies. And these young men and young women, some of them older, are like crazed animals like Elizabeth Warren was when she found out about it. Of course, she didn't know a thing about the Supreme Court either. She didn't know that it should go back to the states in the beginning, that it never should have been put that way. It's up to the states to do it. They think, oh, they're going to outlaw abortion. No, that was never on the table, you dipwit. But see, that's the way people are today. You can't talk to them. But I got news for you. This series that, that I'm doing right now is the day of the Lord. 
The Lord here is as the governor of the nations. Now, whether you believe it or not, he has long patience waiting for the fruit of redemption to bring forth. Now, see, I may I don't have the patience he has. I mean, uh, you know, if I was God, I would take care of it right now. <laughs> I'd take care of the ones that are causing the trouble. <laughs> but, you know, God is the God of redemption, you know. And, and even for those that don't believe in him, and, I, and I've had those. Well, I don't believe in God. Well, you will. You know, I'm not going to, you know, it doesn't bother me that you don't believe in the Lord. You you blaspheme the Lord. You know, people do it on earth all the time. And uh, I've even heard Christian pastors do that. But I'm not going to allow your ignorance and inability to understand anything to affect what I believe. Because I know in whom I believe. And if there's one thing we are at Warren Radio, we know where we're headed. You may not know where you're going, but I do. And so do many who hear us. But yet God is a God of redemption. <laughs> it's hard to believe that he has that patience. And the Lord died for all people, including those maniac leftists that want to kill babies. Because I've seen the worst of the worst come to the Lord and be totally changed. Now see, that's what the devil hates. So the more he can put his emphasis upon these, and he can manipulate the wicked, and that is the unbeliever. If you're an unbeliever, you're cursed already. And you can read John 3.16 and follow the next several verses following it, and that'll tell you. Because when you fail to understand these things, we got a whole world. And the world is not saved. The world is in rebellion, and Psalm 2 tells us that. But I think for the most part, society itself, especially in America, is busy with life. They don't have time to worry about their own lives arriving at the day of the Lord. Now, while at the same time the day of the Lord arrives, the Lord has given the believers the charge. The Lord Jesus Christ told the believers to take this gospel to the end of the world and that this gospel shall be preached in all the world for a witness and then the end shall come. Judgment must first begin at the house of God, and then the end shall come. What part of those two verses do you not understand? Now, the gospel has not reached the end of the world. Now, it's getting there. You know, our show alone, 
in our websites that we've had up for many, many years, decades. Let's see, how many decades? Going to be 25 years. We go back to the beginning of the Internet, practically. Pretty close to the beginning. And actually, we go before that. But, you know, there was a day we didn't worry about taking our phones with us. There was a day that I had all the phone numbers memorized of everybody I called. But see, now with digital, I hit a button. It's done. So technology has helped us in a lot of ways, but it's hindered us in many more. There is a time to awaken to this moment that we're living in right now. And there is a time for you to awaken to a moment which will arise. And it will arrive for some people much sooner than they had thought. Because people die all the time. Your lives end. People sorrow. And then they move on. Now you see, if you're a believer and know the Lord, one of the major fruits of being saved through Christ and I do use the past tense because we're to go by faith. And that is the hope we have beyond this life, beyond this body of death. Because the world is not heaven. The world is in turmoil. There are wicked people here, wicked leaders you know, Putin's going through cancer therapy, and it's been in the news. Woo-woo. The guy's responsible for the blood of many, hundreds and hundreds of Ukrainians and others. Children, women, men, civilians who were slaughtered. And, of course, they say, well, you know, Zelensky and his group is responsible, are they? There are so many groups that surround Ukraine with radical Muslims and others. The reason some of them Muslims are actually cooperating with Putin is because they would like to destroy Ukraine and the ones who are running it. Because they're not Muslim, not all of them, nope. Yet, Putin at one time took on all these Muslims. And, they, and, and there's a number of, of the former Russian republics, and they're all Muslim. High amount. 
And in the world today, it has been the radical Muslims who have been causing a lot of chaos and doesn't quit. Yesterday, Israel had their 78th, I think it was, anniversary. It's around there somewhere. I think it was 78 years. And all the Palestinians could do is think on how to kill Israelis on their day of celebration, which that happened. And you see, the hopes and dreams for Palestinian, that is Hamas, and for the radicals over in Lebanon, and for Iran, is to kill Jews. That's because of the hatred and enmity between Ishmael and Isaac. However, there's some of Ishmael that don't feel that way and are sick of it. Good for them. So in this day of the Lord, we've been going through <laughs> all the verses of the day of the Lord. It's amazing when you look at it. Isaiah 13, 6, How ye, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as a destruction from the Almighty. Now remember, when we talk about the day of the Lord, there is the day of the Lord that we refer to as the very end. That, that would be, if we look in Revelation, when the Lord comes with the armies of heaven. That is the culmination. There's also the day of the Lord when the Lord issues judgment on a nation and destroys it. And the day of the Lord can be a long period of time or a short period of time, but it's a time that the Lord shows his hand on certain things. Because the day of the Lord is not one of those things you want to wish to happen tomorrow. You want the Lord to still be in the mercy mode. But see, sometimes he uses some of this to make you think that you're going to be destroyed. And just like we covered in Isaiah, when the Assyrians came and parked at the front gate of Jerusalem... It looked like Hezekiah on the inside, a good king. Isaiah, the prophet, was around. But it looked like they were finally done. Because they had ravaged the area, and they stopped at Jerusalem. 150,000 Assyrians, led by Sennacherib. By the time it was done, the army was destroyed. Sennacherib was murdered by his own sons.
But see, Judah got delivered that day. But it was a staunch warning to them. Because they had come out of a bad king. And serving other gods. Hezekiah was bringing them back. See, and when you face death like that, thinking that, oh no, this is it, you'd be surprised how coming close to death and destruction and mayhem provokes people to wake up. Just like in the climate in America today, which is uncomfortable. It does indeed provoke people to go to church more, to look to the Lord, to think about what they're doing. Just like if you're on your deathbed. Except there are some people. John Hagee tells this story about this guy he worked with for years to try to accept the Lord. He was an atheist. He would not accept. And when he got sick and on his deathbed, he was getting ready to die, Haggy visited him. He still wouldn't receive the Lord. And Haggy said that as he stood there and watched, the guy was crying out, burning in the flames of, of hell. I mean, the guy was still alive, but that's what he saw. That's what he felt like. And he said he went out into eternity dying, screaming, of those flames and the burning of hell. I'm sure you can find his testimony somewhere on that. This has been years ago. Not a pretty picture. But you see, the reason Christ came is to save you from that. So there's no reason for you to be that way unless you're stubborn, prideful. Isaiah 13:9 Behold the day of the Lord comes or cometh cruel both with wrath and fierce anger that's what the day of the Lord is to lay the land desolate he shall destroy the sinners out of it <laughs> See the thing of it is we've been covering Isaiah for a long time and we got a, a not-so-long time to finish. But we've been doing a long time. But one of the first things the Lord tells Isaiah to tell the people. Tell the righteous that it shall be well with him, for he shall eat the fruits of his doing. In other words, he was serving the Lord. He was doing everything he needed to do. The Lord would take care of him. Tell the wicked it shall be ill with him. Not so good. Isaiah 34.8 For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance 
and the year of recompenses for the controversy of Zion. There was a real controversy of Zion when the Lord Jesus, Yahshua, showed up. Born of a woman. He kept calling himself the Son of Man. <laughs> Who is this Son of Man? Well, technically, we're all those sons of men. We were born of a woman after she got pregnant because of the man's seed, you know, fertilizer, I guess you could call it, good fertilizer. Throw it on an egg and it grows. The Son of Man. He was also the Son of God. Fully God, fully man. Doing miracles, and the only thing that the established religion at that time in Jerusalem could do, which, of course, was the high priest, all the other priests, Pharisees, Sadducees, the lawyers, all they could do was try to find fault with Yahshua, Jesus. And of course, all the you know all the miracles that, and Tower pointed this out the other the other day on the show when we were talking about it. Good point. That at the end of the writing. At the end of John's book, I believe it is. He says these are not all the miracles. He says all the volumes that it would take to hold everything that he did. This, it was just part of it. And they still wouldn't believe. Well, see, the real controversy of Zion was not only that, but the fact that he stood over Jerusalem Weeping, how oft would I have gathered you like a mother hen does her chicks, but you would have none of it. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who stonest the prophets. You see, those Jews were so hard-hearted and stubborn. See, there was no such thing as miracles, prophetic miracles. See, not all the prophets did the mighty works like we think of of Elijah. But they were anointed and they had supernatural events surrounding them. And God sent the prophets to warn the people, but they wouldn't listen. Instead, they stoned them. That's what he said. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who stonest the prophets. They were the ones that warned them, but you stoned them and wouldn't listen. <clears throat> and so when the Son of God came along and did more miracles than, than anybody at any time, anywhere, all they could do was find fault, wouldn't listen. Of course, there is a judgment associated with this as well because of the past sins of the, of the people. That hearing they would not hear, seeing they would not see. 
lest they hear, be converted, and be saved. Now, a lot of the common people believed, and they saw him. But the ironic thing, the same ones that hailed him as the king when he was riding on the on the ass the donkey blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord it wasn't long after that they were all saying crucify him crucify him crucify him that's what happens well, you're not going to crucify him again when he comes. He's coming as Lord of Lord and King of Kings. The mercy and grace is still available today. Even though you're wicked, you're nasty, you may be a BLMer. But believe me, the BLM and Antifa do not have you know, the sole claim to being nasty. There's some really nasty folks out there that would make these kids look like school children. If there was a real war, these kids that are rioting around, taking advantage, who who have burned uh, most of the cities down, cause, you know, in the inner city, they, they ran out a lot of businesses, burned them down. They're still stealing today, and nobody does anything. They would be less than a bump on the road to destroying America. And the sad fact of it is, the adults who were running the institution in these big cities, the liberals, Democrats, should be protecting the people, not encouraging these riotous youth in wickedness. But see, they hate America, and they hate people like Donald Trump. They hate Christians. They hate patriots. They hate blacks who, who want to stand up for truth. Which is more of the freedom kind and being in America... Because not every black sees BLM as the salvation. Isaiah 34, 8, For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompenses for the controversy of Zion. Jeremiah 46, 10, For this is the day of the Lord God of hosts, a day of vengeance that he may avenge him of his adversaries, and the sword shall devour, and it shall be satiate and made drunk with their blood. For the Lord God of hosts has a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. You see, not only did God judge Judah, and of course Israel, the northern tribes. 
you know, Babylon is the one nation that was given the task of taking the people into captivity. Cyrus, the Persian king, was given the task of delivering Judah after 70 years was up and getting the land put back together, Jerusalem put back together, and the temple rebuilt. And it was also Babylon who suffered destruction. Now, of course, there's a number of descriptions about the destruction of Babylon, and some of it has not come to pass yet. Because the one Babylon we're looking at today is Mystery Babylon, which will be destroyed for sure during the Lord's judgment on this earth. Because there comes a time when the cup of wickedness comes to its full. There comes for a time when it comes to an end. Now here's one out of Lamentations. Now, Lamentations is exactly what it is. After the judgment, after everything, <laughs> the book gets written. A book of regrets, a book of sins, a book of repentance, a book of sorrow, lamenting, oh my How I am afflicted. This is terrible. The terrors around me. Everything's destroyed. There's nothing left. Now Lamentations says it this way in 2.22. Thou hast called as in a solemn day my terrors round about. So that in the day of the Lord's anger none escaped nor remained. Those that I have swaddled and brought up has my enemy consumed. See, there comes a day when all of a sudden your comforts are gone and everything around you is your enemy. And they're not there to sit down to lunch with you. They're there because you are lunch. Because they're going to kill a few adversaries of theirs. And their swords or their weapons shall devour. And they will do so. And the blood will run in the streets. And the victory will be so sweet that they will be made literally drunk with the blood of those who they have slain. And of course that goes without saying. 
when we talk about judgment. God judged Judah and we, he judged the northern tribes. We know that. But as far as nations being judged, God judged the Gentile nations far more harsh than Israel. And the Jews did go through judgment with Hitler. But the funny thing about Hitler in writing Mein Kampf, he actually quotes America. Because the genocide idea and the things he was doing came from America. So as long as we talk about America... And I, my roots go back in America a long, long way, clear back to the beginning. I'm not responsible for my roots. I, I had nothing to say about it. And some of the lines of our family came in at a later time. My German heritage came in later. while the roots through my grandmother's side went all the way back to the beginning. At any rate, there comes a day when those lands don't stand anymore. And the day is coming for America. And of course there's people around that are hoping for that to happen. Now, the, you know, BLM, Antifa, the liberal leftist Democrats, the fascists, the ones who are trying to make this country like Marxism, all of this is common in Marxist takeover, what they're doing. I know what they're doing, and anybody that follows this stuff knows what they're doing. They may act like they're not doing that, but they are. Everything that has been done in this from, from the fake election and the turning of votes, long before Obama got in, I was naming this online, talking about it. Because this has been judgment. I've known for more years than most of you are alive what was coming to America because I was explicitly told and shown and I've lived with that all my life. But when you read Lamentations and and you can see the sorrow and the sadness and the truths think of america think of how we have fallen away because those that have wanted to overthrow america have been here for a long time they just didn't arrive with blm or antifa or the you know the liberal democrat fascists so to speak 
slavery did not begin with America, and America did not extend slavery. So get over it. Matter of fact, we passed laws to get rid of it. We fought a war over it where millions of gallons of blood was shed and lives were lost. But I got news for you. You know, you may decry the white race all you want to. But there are a lot of black bigots out there. And Mexican bigots. And Islamic bigots. And bigots of all kind who hate and despise people for the color of their skin. For the fact that their country worked. For the fact that their constitution worked. We are hated today because we have been successful. But you see, the one who can heal this is the Lord. Ezekiel 13.5, you have not gone up into the gaps, neither made up the hedge for the house of Israel to stand in the battle in the day of the Lord. Ezekiel 33, 30 and verse 3, for the day is near, even the day of the Lord. Even the day of the Lord is near, a cloudy day. It shall be a time of the heathen. <clears throat> you have not gone up into the gaps, neither made up the hedge for the house of Israel to stand. Now you could take this in two ways. But when I see the gaps, you know, there needed to be people that stood in the gaps for Israel. Seeking the Lord, asking and praying for his deliverance. And there would have been. Jeremiah wasn't by himself, neither was Ezekiel. There were those who knew what was happening. There were those who were not... ignorant of the fact of the sin of their people. So they would stand in the gap in prayer asking the Lord to spare them. And then at one point, God told Jeremiah, do not pray for this people. Because even if Moses or Elijah were to show up, they would just be able to deliver their own souls and nobody else. That's how bad it was. 
That's hard to believe. And you think about America. The biggest problem we have today, and it's clear as day, is division. So we'll begin at Joel 1 with the day of the Lord. We'll get through those and then we will. See, because you can't discount the day of the Lord. I mean, you can get to the point to where You don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. I pray to God that in his judgment, he'll remember mercy. But make no mistakes. The same Lord that die on the cross for your sins. He's coming back as Lord of Lords, and he's coming back as a conquering Savior. The, he is the warrior king, whether you like it or not. And he'll come back... And he's going to put down every principality, every power, every sinner, every bit of godliness, godlessness, everything that comes against the will of God. He will destroy. He will destroy those who have plotted to take over this planet and who, whose efforts in, in doing so have slaughtered millions of people. He is going to destroy those who have destroyed the earth. And when you destroy the earth, you're destroying those on it and in it. He will hold them accountable. So if you're looking for mercy, today is the day to find mercy through Yahshua, Jesus Christ. John chapter 1. He went to his own and his own received him not, but to as many as received him, to them gave ye power to become the sons of God. And he has given us the power to become the sons of God when we believe. John 3, you must be born again of the Spirit. Go to John. I like to tell people to read from John 10 through John 17. And in that you'll find the abide chapter of John 15 where you're to abide in him. 1 John 1, you should read the whole book of John. But 1 John 1 tells you that if we walk in the light as he, Yahshua, is the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Read Romans Three through about seven, it'll talk about sin, about confession of sin. For with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Now is the time to find the mercy of God. Don't wait until you're on the deathbed. Don't wait.
Because you die, you're going to regret it. You need the Lord today, but be cautioned. As we go forward in this, Christianity and Christians will be targeted as never before. Make no mistake, there are those that have no idea that Christians are going to be here during any part of the tribulation, that they're going to be taken out. I'm here to tell you that the Lord is coming back, but it may not be at the moment that you expect or have been taught or the churches believe. Now, whether you believe it or not, that's up to me, up to you. You know, I'm, I'm just telling you. I don't teach on the pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. I don't go there. That's not my job. I'm a watchman. I'm here to tell you to repent. I'm not going to hold your hand. I'm not going to make excuses for you. You have been warned. God's mercy is here today. Take advantage of it. Father, we thank you for this word. Bless those that hear this word whenever they hear it. Touch them, heal them, direct their hearts toward you. Heal those who are brokenhearted. Heal those who are broken in body. Heal those who are broken in spirit. As only you can do. May they come to you in full repentance to find your many blessings and your salvation and the fruits thereof in Jesus name and in Jesus name I bind you Satan and the powers of darkness from the preaching teaching streaming and receiving of this word in Jesus name remember you can always go to warn-usa.com danaglinsmith.com to contact us Visit our websites, listen to the shows, read the articles. I've also have my book out, The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. It's more than just a Christian fiction. Prophetic, biblical, in-depth, and it'll also show you some things about the powers behind what has been happening. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your family. Be safe. Be found in the Lord. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.